Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of History from the Picture, everyone's favorite Tears for Fears podcast. I'm your host Chloe, and with me today, as always, is is, is oh, it's your host Brandon. Yes. Uh, today we will be talking about the Elemental Tour. Correct. Did the tour have a name? The Elemental World Tour. The Elemental, like sorry, the Elemental World Tour. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. No. Yes. yes. So, again, we are the podcast who cried mini episode, but we genuinely don't see this one being that oh. long. So, is there anything you wanted to get into before we dive into the main thing? Um, I guess just a few things to practice. I looked through setlist.fm. They named performed in the U.S. and Canada, but also played a few shows in England. And I saw a few shows in Italy. I might have missed some stuff. But um, this tour is kind of where the clear, huge drop in popularity is. You know? Yeah. Going from playing from, like, pavilions and... Arenas. It's like a small venue. Yeah. They, he played a lot of colleges. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, they um, kind of did like a small university tour, I'm pretty sure, in 93, like, initially. I would like to clarify, there unfortunately are no official concert tapes for this. Like, you know, we have In My Mind's Eye, we have Massey Hall going to California, Secret World Live in Paris. You know, we have all of those, and then we have the upcoming Tipping Point one. Unfortunately, there is no official one for Elemental. So, rather than a show that we'd be talking about, like in those episodes, this is just, I guess, a generalized tour episode. Um, there's a bootleg called No Sleep for Dreaming. That is what we listened to. Very that was recorded in New common. Orleans. It's a very common bootleg, I'm pretty sure. Originated somewhere, I forget where. But it's common. Um, yeah. Not perfectly representative of the main set. I think it's perfectly represent. Not perfectly representative. Most of it is what got played in every show. But there's some stuff that he played in other shows that's not really on here. That's it okay. happens. Um, it's kind of like how some shows had creep, some didn't. But it didn't really yeah. make the biggest difference for the Timmy Point tour. I yeah. should clarify. Um, my question for you is, what was the lineup? Oh, I see. I don't know. The band. You don't know, Brendan. No, I've, oh, I've said, I said this. I said this in the in the video episode that when they showed all the people in Good Night Song and Elemental, I said I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I thought oh, I would okay. clarify well, that. Look it up. Look it up. And there's nothing. There's no information on it. Oh really? I'm there's sure. There's no tour was. book. There was no tour book. There is not oh, really. Any... Yeah, I know. All right, well, I can I can tell you that it was Roland. Gale, Gale, Alan Griffiths, and I believe Jeffrey Trot. You believe? Yeah, I believe. Um, there was I have a at am least. I li- yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Only a little. Is my audio? No. Just okay. You, the audio okay. is more important. Yeah. Just, just wondering because you are a little bit too. Not, not the anyway. Um, yeah, I was gonna say something else. What was I gonna say? I don't remember. 
So, I'm ready to dive in. So, I think what we'll do here maybe, um, do you wanna like say the set list as a whole and then kind of talk about it a little bit or do you wanna go song by song? Again, we're not gonna go in depth when talking about these songs. Because there's um, no professional recording to yeah. analyze. So exactly. it's not to say it's not to say that a show wasn't taped because the show was clearly taped if it, two songs got released on the Elemental CD single. So a full show yes. was recorded. Yes. And then that's where Creep comes from. That's where Dog's Best Friend's Dog comes from. That's where the title track comes from. So yeah, um, I assume when they reissue Elemental, I think it's more of an a when than an if, but maybe it's an if. I don't know what's going on there. We don't just because we're a Tears Your Fears podcast, the only Tears Your Fears podcast doesn't mean that we have insider info. So it's important to note that we don't know anything if Elemental is going to get reissued or not. But we can assume that if it does, they will have a live disc that most likely has the Wembley show that from 93. Yeah, which would be good. Yeah, there's there's a review of, uh, that's actually printed from I forget what publication of the show, and apparently the arena was more than half empty. <laughs> yeah, because I guess I guess Kurt really had that big of a draw on people. Don't forget, Wembley's also twelve thousand people capacity, and for Tears of Fears nineteen ninety three, I mean Tears of at any point of their prime, that's still an overestimate. That's still too many spots. That's valid, I guess. Um, so let's just go, what? They've sold out the O2 Arena in 2019. That holds up to 20,000 people. There we so, go. They're in their renaissance era. Yeah, they sold, yeah. So they can fill 12,500 people. By the time peak. this episode comes out, they would have done Darker Waves. I wanted to talk I'm... about Dark Waves, and I wanted to propose something real quick. This is an intermission from the picture before we get into the show that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Since this is a... Kind of like a throwback to like all the K-Rock bands from the 80s yeah. in the West Coast that were like big, Tears of Fears, Psychedelic Furs, Soft Cell, New Order, English Beat, I think, OMD. Devo, right? Devo, bands like that. I personally think Tears of Fears should play a set that consists only of their first three albums. Maybe oh, even I first agree. two. But they're, but they're like going they're gonna, they're gonna, to they're do 80% tipping point, 20% hits, which in my opinion... That is not a good set list for an audience like that at all. Because they're thought, just there kind of for the 80s they're nostalgia. There, they're there for the 80s nostalgia, and there's going to be a lot of goths there. Yeah. Goths in Orange County, Huntington Beach, going to be hysterical. <laughs> um, But they'd be setting themselves up for failure by opening with No Small Thing instead of Everybody Wants the World, doing Long, Long, Long Time, Rivers of Mercy, doing stuff like that. They, It's not a good move, and I know they're going to do it. Because they did it at Leicester, BBC Radio in the Park in September. They did basically the whole tipping point minus three songs and whatnot. And to mm-hmm. me, that's not what you do for a festival. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... You got to show off your new stuff. You got to show off your new stuff because the album went to number two in England. And that those some of those songs did get a lot of radio play. But what? it's not like they're a band that has so many hits. Like what? Yeah. What can they do? There's yeah. the three main songs from the Hurting. There's a few songs from Big Chair, and then there's 
what, two songs from Seeds of Love? Yeah. You gotta pat out your set. Advice when it was not a hit. True, true. <laughs> so how do you pat out your set? It's almost like they have to do those tipping point songs. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, because they it would be cool if they busted out the hurting memories fade, the prisoner, oh, man, for sure. working hour, mother's yes. talk. Mm-hmm. If they did, you know, because those songs, especially every everything from Big Dress, popular now. Yeah. It'd be great if they busted those out for like you know a one night experience at this huge thing because also they're the closing act. They're the really? last act. Yeah, they're the last act. Weird to think that New Order is on before them. That's cool that they're the last act. I just hope that people aren't like too tired by them. But it's like that's a good way. No, to close no, it's over. Night. It's over by ten or eleven. I think it's not late. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping to see some footage from this. Yes. Wait, there should be, and we yeah. can discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, hoping it's gonna be. Like Do I you said, think hope... that they would show their set list from it, like videos, like a full set list video? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, you'll see it online. Setlist FM tracks stuff. We'll know what their set list is. No, but like, but like the performances themselves no i don't think this thing's probably even gonna get taped it's probably gonna be like the when we were young festival you know what that oh, is that's like the emo yes, throwback yes, festival. Yes. that that of shit. course i know what that is Sorry. Are you kidding me i don't um, go for that you know me so let's uh-uh. let's let's dive into some music all right well so kind of like um the tipping point how it opens up with stay as a track while they're coming out and stuff, this one. It was Gas Giants. Can I add and something I'll, to this? If 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 I if They've I been doing this since Big Chair. The tracks. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm aware. Can you name it was, all? It was listen, them? listen. I don't remember the I don't remember the name of the season. Was it is it Women of Ireland? Is that what it was called? Yes, what vibes? Uh, yep. And then Gas Giants. I actually don't know the Raul one because I haven't listened to a Raul tour, and I actually have not listened to Secret World live in Paris, so I don't know what that one is either. Tipping point is stay. Oh, and the Rule of the World tour was Lords. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yes, there was also the tour I saw. Um, is that different from the? No, that was not Rule the World. That was Summer Tour 2017 with Holonos. <laughs> that was not Rule the World started oh, in 2019. They're, they're right. I keep forgetting there were two different things. Um, yeah. What and was then the Rule one? It's some the... Spanish song. I don't remember the name of it. It's like a España Cañi. I forget. It's before they started playing Los Reyes Catalicos or something like that. Um, that was your opener, by the way. That's <laughs> what a way to open your show. Terrible the fa- opener. Famous last words was the intro tape for the Happy Ending tour. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so imagine it's 1993. Let's just imagine this was 1993, and like we didn't have the internet and whatnot, so you could look up set lists prior to like you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. imagine it's 1993. I'm a huge fan. I'm super excited. I buy this teacher fears ticket. I go. The opening track is Gas Giants. I'm going to turn around and leave. Are you kidding womp, me? Womp, womp, womp. Go womp, to the merch booth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I just said that for a comedic effect. Um, 
I guess it's a good concert opener, but I still don't like the song. So, but I guess it puts it to use. Yeah, I mean, it's more effective than just being in the Maybe middle of a freaking so album. Maybe it's not after all. Um, the, There's the train I, horn. <laughs> I never hear it, dude. You're going to make people think you're mentally ill. <laughs> uh, to say it lightly. Um, so the opening song, like, song was Elemental, which I think is a good choice for a first performance, you know? Mm-hmm. Having the opening track of an album, I think that's a pretty smart way to start Effective. off a concert, unless it's Shout. Then it has to be the last song. It's a good night song. <laughs> After that was Cold, which... Oh, did you have anything? I mean, we're not talking about the performances. No, we're not, we're not talking about the performances. It's, it's, so, they, all these performances, in my opinion, were just... All right. They were just performances. I did write not... out... I did write out was... some... I did I did write out some things that like stood out to me for some particular songs but I didn't I wasn't like I like the synth on this one more than I do in the title like no yeah I didn't say any of that um so hold I did write something down for this one I said that I liked the harmonies throughout the song yeah what were you gonna say I was gonna say that basically if you're gonna do elemental cold might as well just play the whole album but nope third song Mr. Pessimist. Mr. Pessimist. There's it all for a loop. I don't like the placement. I don't like the placement of this in the set list. And I also, I personally think that this would not be the most enjoyable song to see live. I'd just be standing like this if I was like in GA or arms crossed. Yeah, I'd just be like, I'd be like, damn. But right after that, I knew exactly what song it was going to be by the tapping of the drumsticks. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I actually wasn't expecting to have that on there, but it makes sense because it was one of their biggest hits. Um, so I, I did write a lot for this one because, you know, it's my favorite song. So automatically, I'm just going to critique it. Um, in this particular performance, and assuming they played it the same throughout the entire tour, it's a little faster than the original song, but it's not as fast as it was in going to California. Thank God. And this did get me to think, though, like, I've never thought of Elemental Air Roland singing this song, but really anything before the 90s. I I thought it was cute, though, when he let the crowd sing the choruses. But at the yeah. same time, I was like, I want to hear him sing, because that's like the best damn part of the song. Did you ever but... see the video um, from the audience recording? Um, I think it was at a DC show at the very end when he did the Time Flies and he held it for like a whole minute. Did you ever see that before? Um, I don't recall, but he did it here. Yep. He said, time. I'm not going to waste time. Uh, time. He wasted time. But it's, it, it's impressive. I don't know anything about vocals. Is that impressive? Is it impressive? Yeah, it's impressive that he held it for that long. Yeah, he got good. He has good breath control. I don't. I don't so know. then after that was <laughs> fish out of water, and I found it kind of interesting that they placed this song after one that he did like with Kurt. Yeah, funny. Almost, almost in, in between two songs he did with Kurt. 
right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the next song. But hang on. Something I noticed was he said, fuck. He did? Did you catch that? You didn't? Okay. He, he changed it, and I, I had to listen to it again. Because I was like, wait, did he just say it? So instead of, you ain't a clue who or what you are, he said, you ain't a clue who or fuck you are. I'm not even joking. Like, I listened to it. If if he if he said who the beep instead of who or beep, it would make more sense. I don't think I've ever. I know it's 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 improper grammar, but so was the original line anyway. But yeah, he said it. I heard it. I had listened to it again to make sure, and it's true. Yeah, you're the designated. No, you're the designated cursor on this podcast. I don't. You have. I don't say that word though. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, like we said, it was sandwiched in between two songs he did with Kurt. Though Kurt wasn't on this one a lot. So in season love. Again, I never really imagined nineties Rollins singing anything that he made with Kurt. So it was kind of weird to hear. Because it's like yeah, he still did the main vocals, but just not having Kurt's presence there, even in the audio, it feels kind of weird, you know? Yeah. You feel me? I feel you. And yeah, that's about all I have to say about that one. Again, we don't need to go in depth with these. You don't have anything to say about these, do you? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Jeez, this is Chloe from the big chair. Um, famous last words. I was not expecting to see this one on the set list. Weird placement. It's just in the middle. Yeah, but <laughs> were you expecting to see it on there? I've heard this concert many times. Oh, you have? Okay, this was my first time ever hearing it. I'm surprised you never heard the F word. No. I could be I, tripping. I don't think I'm tripping. I, I seriously... don't think you're tripping. I don't think you're tripping. Um... There was one part in the song where he sang some lyrics from Advice for the Young at Heart. Yes, he did. After would that is... Like, would you like to say them for us? Or do, you, do you remember them? And soon we will be older? Yes. Yeah. See? I remember. After that was Power. No, no offense. Not bad live, though. Not, not, not bad No, it live. wasn't, actually. And like Mr. Pessimist, I personally don't think this would have been the most enjoyable song to see live. However, I did like how they did the drums. Yeah. Like, it picked it up a lot more than the album version, and I kind of wish that's how it was. Yeah, we're slowly coming around to power on this podcast. We're never going to say we're fans of it, but we don't hate it anymore. Yeah. And so this is this is the interesting part. Everybody wants to rule the world. You see, so one else was... very important to note? What? Is that there is a few songs that did not make it into this bootleg. This is the New Orleans show we're talking about here, right? Yeah. In between Power and Balance of the World, Gail sang lead on Size of Sorrow. You've mentioned this before. It's it not is. on the bootleg. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But it's cool she, that Size of Sorrow dates back 11, 11 years, years before yeah. it came out. Mm-hmm. Which is 30 years now. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Don't I, 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 I wonder if this song was attempted during the Raul sessions. I feel like it had to have been. Well, that's something we're never going to hear. Nope. <laughs> what are you going to do? Nope. Um, but yes, yeah, so everybody wants to rule the world. This was my first time hearing like a full version of Roland singing it. I've heard clips from it. Namely yeah. that one that one meme 
that you made? Yes. Can I play That's the audio the only... from it? Yes, you can. Can I, bro- can I broadcast it? Because it's not like yes, I'm broadcasting can. a copyrighted recording. It's no, a live. No, you're not. You're not. But that I'm, is I'm safe. That's that tiny little clip on your meme account is the only time I've heard Roland sing it. And so getting to hear the whole song here was rather interesting. Yeah, guys, you might hear Roland or Bell start talking. Oh shoot! Why is it not the audio? Not. Let me get the insights anyway, on this real quick. Let me know Dang. when you get that fixed. So. Eighty-four people saved it. Wow. Impressive. You hear it? No, not at all. Oh, you wow. have your noise suppression on. Oh shoot! One second. I totally fellas. forgot that we did that. Hey, you remembered to put your headset on. I didn't even need to remind you. I even forgot about that. Good job. All right. Yeah. Now we can hear the white noise. guys hear that yes yes it's whatever it's not bad what's that from that is from a raul show that i have professionally recorded soundboard whatever really good quality that we'll be talking about on here for the raul thing and there's, a, and there's a cd yeah okay the one that you said you didn't want no wait I said I didn't want it. Yeah, you said oh, I'm an it, idiot. You, you looked at the set list and you're like, "Ew, this is gross. I don't want that." Anyway, um, <laughs> right. Um, so obviously it's not the same with it's not the same as it is with Kurt singing it because this song was kind of made geared towards Kurt's voice. Um, but it's I dig it. I do, and it doesn't fit his voice. And he agrees. By the way, he hates it. I think it's still a really cool thing to. He have. said it sounded terrible. <laughs> this and advice you know what i want to hear mad world i want to hear that, roland singing mad world oh that one's definitely that's lost there's a that would have been out by now right for that sure demo. i mean well not, we, we just now got my cowlick version so you never know yeah that mad world never know is, i love that version mad that world. version is so sick i listen to that one more than the original because i'm so sick of the original i'm like it pains me to listen to the like sit to I the like original both uh, I'm so I fatigued from the original. That. A lot of people don't like it. Don't like it. I love it. Reminds me of OMD, who I'm a big fan of. I know like one song by them. Is there anything you have to say about everybody wants to really love? He kind of has like a southern twang in his voice when he sings he it. He does, and it's really random. He also yeah. He's like man. Know. He's like best behavior or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds very. He sounds very American when he sings it. A little bit, yeah. After that is another banger, though. Break it down again. Um, I like how they like implemented the chanting, recording mm-hmm. like from the song itself. You wanna know how I know they're Americans? How this is American audience? Clapping well, off beat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one. Okay, it's good night song. Brendan, you you said that this one was not on the set list. I looked at set list FM, and obviously it's not complete because this is a very gray area for Tears of Years' history. But set yeah. list FM only has to play it eleven times. Oh, so you, just, it, you had it was common. Here's essentially what you were like: Oh, they they play Good Night Song, but rarely. Um, but we're gonna talk about this concert though. I'm like, you didn't. You made it sound like Goodnight Song wasn't going to be in the thing we were listening to. So when yeah. I heard it, I was like, Whoa. 
I guess I they did play it a lot. My bad. Every yeah. set list that's complete on here has good things on it. Brandon. Spreading misinformation. You're spreading misinformation. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I thought the first one I thought on the You guys don't know what I say that's like real and fake. I've just been gaslighting listeners since March. <laughs> no, he's joking. Um, I'm not the most knowledgeable person on them by any means. Yeah, I mean, you know more than the average 18-year-old would. Yeah. You know more than me, dog. I don't know if I know enough to be doing podcasts, but... <laughs> you know enough to do podcasts. You do. I have, I have enough opinions to be doing a podcast. You have enough knowledge and opinions to do a podcast. I would love to see this one live. You don't understand, but they're, like, never going to do it again. And that is they my... Do it, they should do it tomorrow. The song did well in the U.S., and it's popular Is with... Darker Waves tomorrow? Dark Waves is Dark Waves is Friday. It's the seventeenth. I thought it was the eighteenth. Oh, it's the eighteenth. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> okay, I'm like, like my brother in Christ. Anyhow, after a good night song was Woman in Chains. Good. Personally, and this is just my humble opinion, I didn't think that it fit Gail's voice in particular. But I could also just be extremely used to Olita and Karina and Lauren. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just kind of like what I thought. Also, I want to point this out real quick. We're talking about Gail, obviously. If there's anyone that listening that's listening to this that can help us out and tell us who played on this tour, because I feel like it's definitely out there, but I'm struggling to remember, and I don't feel like looking it up right now so if when this comes out can someone like if someone knows can they please do we have an email we don't have an email do we we have an email we have an email but you can dm us on twitter instagram i don't check the email i only made it to make accounts for stuff (laughs) did we ever get an email before from my dad (laughs) that's it um so i suggest reaching out via twitter facebook well i don't know you can probably no you can comment on facebook and we can respond to the comment i don't know how having a professional page works with messaging um but yeah twitter dm always open instagram all the good stuff and so if you happen to know you'll get bragging rights and we'll shout you out for all our listeners to hear there is a thing i would like to correct I did say that Charlotte was the one who pointed out the Roland thing in the cold video. It mm-hmm. wasn't. And unfortunately, I don't remember the Twitter username off the top of my head. But it was someone that I believe Charlotte is friends with on, on Twitter. Yes, I believe. Right. So, Thanks, if you're Charlotte. listening, I apologize. Perfect. I'm not on Twitter too often. I don't remember Twitter your Twitter handle. Woman change was shout. It's just shout. It's just shout. It wasn't really anything different. I mean, Roland's on main vocals anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it was what it was. And I thought that was the end. Then, there was an encore. And it was Creep. It was I was creep. not expecting Creep. It was Creep. I thought that maybe that was only something they did during Raul, but no. So no, I the, was really, the, I was... the famous live version that you get of Creep that's on the God's Mistakes <gasps> CD single. It's and from Raul, the 93 it's from, tour. It's from the 93, yeah. I'm a dingus. I'm a dingus. Say it. You're a dingus. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, I love that they play that song. Like, even into, like, modern days, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that the audience was, like, losing... <laughs> they were losing their shit. They were like, yeah. woo-woo-woo, like, whooping and all that. I want to see this one live so bad, though. Same. We were robbed, Brendan. We were I already robbed. saw it live. Who am I kidding? Wait. Stop. Did you really? I, I always forget what songs you've seen and what songs you haven't. Side and seven, side and seventeen. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, well, screw you. <laughs> Just kidding. We're homies. I'm so. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Overall thoughts. It is not my favorite set list. In order, elemental. Cold, Mr. Pessimist, Head Over Heels, Fish Out of Water, Soy Seeds Love, Famous Last Words, Power, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Break It Down Again, Good Night Song, Woman in Chains, Shout, and Creep. It all just gets thrown together, honestly. Mm-hmm. Feels like you put tears and fears on shelf. And it's also important to note that Batman song closed the show, but it's not on the bootleg. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Batman song closed the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Brenster. Um, I talked for a whole half hour. There's, there's been um, very little, in my opinion, very little known about this tour. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Big Chair, I think every show was documented. Not like mm-hmm. set list wise, but like dates and stuff. Seeds of Love as well. Hurting, eh. They were still not really popular then. But this here is, like, really hard to keep track of. Okay. And, um... If anything, it just kind of makes me wish that the official, like, camp, I guess, at Mercury Universal would do something about it, you know? Just give us one official live release. Because I don't think any shows were filmed. That'd be insane if they were. Yeah. One day we just find out like a show was shot. I mean, you know, the entirety of Massey Hall was filmed because we never got that. Found a university newspaper article about a show that Tears Fears did, the university show. And Roland, I think something happened. Someone requested Pale Shelter in the audience. (gasps) And he did a solo guitar version of it. Like just him, he sang it on his own. And then the audience did, like, the chorus and whatnot and sang with them. Oh, that's cute. All right. Well, let's wrap it up because my phone's at 10%. So okay. I could be gone any minute. Um, if you listen to the end, thank you very much. As always, we appreciate your support. If you don't already, hey, go ahead. And- I forgot to mention another thing about this tour because we mentioned Size of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, they also played Queen Compromise, which had different lyrics. Oh, really? And they played Raul and the Kings of Spain on the oh, store. Interesting. On YouTube, but they're available. They played them in D.C. If you don't already, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at HFTBC underscore pod. And you need to update to Facebook. I haven't posted since September. Brendan, do it right now. I'm not even kidding. Do it right now as I'm doing this. What? It's too late. It's too late. This is bad marketing. Please do it tomorrow, okay? I haven't posted since... October 14th. It's been a month. I'm going to remind you tomorrow.
better do it. Anyway, uh, um, we have squad and follow us on Twitter at HTPC underscore pod and history for the big chair for more updates. More so this winter, but we don't even know how much longer we're going to be on there, depending on what Elon decides to do with it. Uh, go I really got to utilize us. the Facebook, don't I? Yeah, you see, I'm not even kidding, like, really. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at History from the Pictures, where you dance, where all the cool stuff happens. We've got memorabilia slash merch slash Music Mondays, where we show various items from each of our collections. Very, very recently, you guys saw my ear, the knife 45. Woo-woo. Cool stuff. Um, we also have Fun Fact Fridays, where we share some fun facts, whether they are known or unknown, right? Um, and then the occasional song fact, Saturday or Sunday, and Throwback Thursdays, all that jazz. Go ahead and follow at tearsreviews.swag. Brendan's underscore music underscore vault. He hasn't posted anything, but I'm hoping he does it. Post now and then, or the McCartney vinyl. That was your first one. We said this previously. No, Rubber Soul was my first. What? Rubber Soul by the Beatles is my first record. Oh, well, McCartney's in the Beatles, so whatever. He's the fourth. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have for plugging on my end. How about you? Go ahead, make it fast. Follow at Jerry Cola underscore R underscore for my favorite art. When she decides to post. When she decides to post. Follow at Cherry Cole underscore vinyl for some schnazzy stuff on there. I've been liking recently. How's that going, though? Getting followers? Getting likes? I've kind of hit a stalemate. I've been lacking, though. Because I just got really busy out of nowhere. But I'm trying to pick it back up again. I missed a couple anniversaries that now I have to wait an entire year for. But that's fine. Alright, I think that's it for plugs. I got your two accounts. Go ahead and do the outro for us. Alright. Was it so long? Take care. And always remember to break it down again. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't say that anymore after this episode. I can't, no. Alright, so long. Take care. And always remember to sow the seeds of love.